I mean, we've got time for a, a, a WTF. Have got anything oh, else? Well, there's say? always time for a WTF, Simon. Okay, I just want just because this stuff needs to be um, cleared up. Um, last yeah. week, Craig Walker wrote in about a film he saw uh, on either the Horror Channel or maybe Channel Four in the yes. late 1990s. It yes. was about a woman whose husband died, and she sees his figure through the window by a tree, and it starts to walk towards the house. There's yeah. also a scene at a graveyard where she has his photo, and when she looks at it, it's trying to get out of the picture. The last yes. scene as she's dying was to say, I'll come back for you. Mark thought it might be the others. <laughs> the Terminator. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a bit of that, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's not the others. Craig writes... Uh, on our YouTube channel. Thanks for reading it out. Uh, it's not the others. It's the photo in the graveyard that really sticks in my mind. She's by his grave and there's a jump scare of his photo trying to get her. However, Rob writes in, I believe this may be a misremembering of the M.R. James short story, The Mesotint or The Mezzotint, <clears throat> excuse me, in which James appears to poke fun one of his academic colleagues' response to a print of a house appearing to reenact the kidnapping of a baby through successive appearances of a shrouded figure as it walks from a graveyard to the house and back again. Another suggestion from James the Human Sloth. Why would you call yourself that? (laughs) The dead husband one could be perhaps the French film Under the Sand uh, with a bravura performance by Charlotte Rampling. I recall viewing it on Channel 4 in the early 2000s, but I've not seen it for ages, so I can't recall all the details half-remembered by your listener. But it does sound quite similar. Of course, I could be way off. So, Rob, you know what to do. A double bill of Under the Sand and a whiz through the mezzotint. Okay, so that's that. (laughs) Right, here's the new one, Mark, okay? Yes, okay. Sharpen this brain. This is from Robbie Manchester. I have wondered about this film for many years, and your WTF feature has given me some hope of finally finding out what this film might be called. I saw this film about 30 years ago on TV. It's set in Japan, I think. It might be China. <laughs> it's always, that's or always France. Positive st- <laughs> or, or was it Glasgow? Yes. Anyway, it was 30 years ago. A young man's parents die, and he obviously misses them badly. Somehow he comes across a strange part of the city or town near where he lives, and he finds a place where he can visit the ghosts of his dead parents. He visits them frequently and then returns to his family. All is good, except that his family starts to notice that he is ageing rapidly with each secret trip. Basically, interacting with his parents' spirits is draining the life force out of him. He then has to make the heartbreaking decision to stop seeing them. That's what I can remember anyway. It was a very moving film and made even more poignant as my mother had just passed a few days before. Anyway, WTF. What's that film? I've searched many times and I've never found it. Any ideas? Yeah, I mean, weirdly enough, it sounds like a Hirokazu Koreeda film. um, And it also, when I was reading that the first time, I mean, it does ring a bell. It definitely rings a bell. Probably the wrong bell, as I said, with the Koreeda thing. Although there... um, It put me in mind of Dark Water when she goes to the part of town and she discovers that her mother is still living in the apartment. Her mother that she believed was dead is still living in the apartment, but is, you know, is ghostly, but it isn't dark water. And if it is a Coriade, I can't remember which, but it, it definitely rings a bell and somebody will be listening this to this and jumping because that definitely rings a bell. It's, it's actually, I think it's not that obscure of a film and I wish I could remember it. In which case, someone will have seen it. So uh, if you have and you can help Robin Manchester or if you have any other uh, WTFs, let us know. Uh, before we do a, a new one, G.R. Robertson, aged 57 and two thirds, would like a word. 
Yeah. Dear, Dear Dawn of the Dead, 1978, and Dawn of the Dead, 2004. Outrageously long-time listener, but meekly first-time emergency mailer. Yeah. As a man with autism, when I hear an incorrect statement of fact, it's like the sound of fingernails screeching down the blackboard of my soul. Okay. Sadly, this has happened twice now from the esteemed movie mastermind, Mark Kermode. Oh, dear. Gonna, this is going to blow your mind. Okay, go on, go on. Twice, Mark has said, quote, I don't want to have to remember my husband. I want to love him now was not spoken in the film Battle for the Planet of the Apes, but in Cabaret. Yet, if you check the trailer for the film on YouTube, those very lines are spoken by Lisa, wife of Caesar, and naturally appear in the film like this. I don't want to have to remember my husband. I want to love him now. There you go. They my, may also, my, mind, my mind is blown. They may also appear in Cabaret, but for that, I will bow to the great... Kermode Mountain as being a fact. Okay. Tickety tonk well, to all neurodiverse people and all that. So, so well, this is astonishing. This is okay. It's astonishing. That line two, can't be in both films. Can no, it? it can't. And here's the thing: I, I, I don't remember it as I don't want to remember my husband. I remember it as, as but I want to love you now. Okay. And I, as I said, I had a clear memory of this line being in uh, Battle for the Planet of the Apes. And then I went back and watched it, and it wasn't in Battle for the Planet of the Apes. And then it turned out that there is a line. Well, a very similar line in the trailer for Cabaret, which I saw when I first saw Battle for the Planet of the Apes, and I believed in my mind that I had taken the line from Cabaret, which I saw the trailer for, and put it into Battle for the Planet of the Apes. This, I have to tell you, is one of the most... I mean, I know that it's hard to express how much my mind is blown (laughs) by the fact that that line, or something pretty close to it, is actually in Battle for the Planet of the Apes. And it, it has shaken my very understanding of the world to its foundations. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So <laughs> when I read when I read this uh last night I thought, well this is this is interesting because you you were certain about something, then you were uncertain about it, then you were certain again and now you're uncertain. About I'm it. just yeah, my mind is completely blown. I I, I yeah. Might I'm, it be I'm that on... that line appears in in both movies then? It's possible, or maybe I'm just maybe the world is changing around. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's this. This is almost the most supernatural thing that has ever happened to me. Other it could than be the that time that Ken Russell saw a ghost sitting in it with a sheet over your head, pretending <laughs> it's an audio baffle, and there it obviously has hallucinogenic qualities. Yeah, we have a new one for you, Mark. Okay, from Emily Keatley's back on. Okay. Dear, I'm never going to watch Jeremy and, well, I'll lend it to you anyway. This film has been bugging my partner for ages. It involves a scene in a car or possibly a van and possibly in the dark where a man possibly vomits out a whole cat. Okay, well, that's nicely specific. That sort of narrowed it down a bit. We thought it was perhaps Tales from the Dark Side film, but when we got to the end of watching the whole thing my partner turned to me and said well that wasn't it so while there is a cat vomit scene he is adamant that the film he is thinking of involves a vehicle in the dark and i seem to remember that too i mean how many films can there be that has someone throwing up a whole cat which incidentally is still alive now i was thinking it could maybe be one of the pet cemeteries the cat being churchill but i don't think so on the plus side 
if we never do find uh, find out what it is, at least we got to see Debbie Harry playing a pretty cool witch. Thanks in advance. Tickety Tonk, shut up, Buttwad, and hello to Jason. Emily in Mansfield. Second place in the wheelbarrow race, third place in potato, because we couldn't be trusted with eggs and spoon race in 1979. That okay. sounds rubbish. So what, a potato and spoon race? That isn't a thing. <laughs> anyway, do you remember a movie for Emily where someone vomits up a whole cat? Well, here's the thing. The, the key sentence in there is, uh, how many films can there be that has someone throwing up a whole cat? Now, when I read this, it rang a bell, but I, I just incidentally thought, let me Google films in which people throw up cats, okay? <laughs> Graydon Clark's yep. Uninvited. A cat sicks up another cat-like creature that attacks people before crawling back into the cat's mouth. That takes place on a boat. And apparently in Brand New Cherry, there is a scene of a man vomiting up kittens. However, I think the film that you're referring to is Drag Me to Hell, which has a scene in which a demon possesses somebody who was at a seance and the guy throws up a cat. I don't remember the cat being alive, but it's definitely a whole cat or a kitten. So I think the film you're thinking about but I may well be wrong, is Drag Me to Hell. But the most interesting thing is, on the, answer, on the question of how many films can possibly involve a scene of somebody sicking up a cat, more than you would have thought. It's a whole new sub-genre, I <laughs> it think. It really is. Vomiting <laughs> up a cat. <laughs> Movies to be discussed, mayobbc.co.uk.